previously on Pops on Hops. And now uh, I'll talk a little bit about the concept for this pilot episode. Uh, so the aforementioned Scott and Scott podcast, Are You Talking R.E.M.? Re-Me. In the episode where they reviewed R.E.M.'s final album, Collapse Into Now, they, uh, they had this little exchange. Hey, little Uberlin for you in your ears. Very much the analogy was made when it came out. And I think it's true. Like it sounds like a alternate universe REM greatest hits album. Yeah, like they knew it was this their record. last record. Yeah, so it's got a lot of songs from their their older styles a little bit. Kind of covers all of them in right. a way. And so that got me thinking: Is it possible to take the songs from that album, as individual songs? and try to match them musically with one of the first 12 R.E.M. albums going from Murmur through... Reveal. It's delicious. It's super it's sour. easy to drink. Super fruity. Um, it is easy to drink. It is. It's a sad reality. And, and I don't know what the and, ABV is In kind of a problematic way, because I'm a little tipsy right now. Really? Well, that'll make the better um, half of the... Second half of the show a little bit better, maybe. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay, let me go uh, dig up another bottle of beer, and we'll get started on the second half of the album. You're listening to the Pops on Hops podcast, where we listen to some pops, drink a little hops, and I get to hang out with my pop. And now, part two of Collapse into the Catalog. So the next beer entry is, again, Odd Breed Wild Ales from Pompano Beach, Florida. It's called Mahogany Tiger. Oh, interesting. Ooh, and it's a farmhouse ale with red currants aged in French oak puncheons. And it's your job to Google the word Punchins. <laughs> P-U-N-C-H-E-O-N-S. Punchins. I'm sure it's like a wine thing. I mean, why wouldn't they call it a barrel if it's like a barrel? Uh, because it's a punchin. So this one's a more, obviously it's a golden ale, so it's more golden than the last one. Oops. Never whack the, the bomber bottle into the microphone. Ah, okay. A punchin is generally defined as a barrel holding 500 liters, so it's just a smaller barrel. Smaller barrel. 500 liters? <laughs> it sounds like it would be a bigger barrel, but that's just me. I'm sorry. Larger barrel. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> if that's the smaller one, I'd hate to see the large one. A large barrel. All right. And so, it was also a, um, a British unit for beer, wines, and spirits. Oh, Can you imagine? Let's have a Let's have a punchin' party. of wine. <laughs> a punchin' party? Oh, my God. You think a keg party's bad. All right, Golden Ale, Mahogany Tiger, Odd Cheers. Breed. Let's get an initial sip. Oh, wow. Another good one. Really good. Less okay. fruity, I think, than the last way one. Way less fruity, way less sour, I think. Yeah, it's more of a tart than a sour, I think. But, but very, very, very delicious. It almost has a sweetness to it. A little bit, but not much. It's certainly not dry. It's not no, dry it's, no. And it's also... Not as funky. Although, I thought the last beer got funkier as it got warmer. Well, that may be too. Um, and so this one is fresh out of the fridge. So yeah. we'll check back in at the end and see if it's uh, acquired any more funk. <laughs> we can only hope. I, as And I hope that between now and then we also acquire a little more oh, funk. <laughs> I don't need any more funk. Please leave me out of it. All right. Chapter 7. 
chapter seven, album seven, <laughs> Out of Time. I believe you're up first on Out of Time. Yes. So Out of Time was one of the harder albums for me to place because it was one of the ones I was less familiar with before this project. Um, I knew, obviously, the popular songs from it, but I hadn't really ever listened to it all the way through, I don't think. Um, And so I didn't immediately have any musical, conceptual, or anything kind of associations that I could match. So this was a trickier one for me, but I ended up choosing Walk It Back. Ah, interesting. And I placed it between Endgame and Shiny Happy People. So let's start uh, on the back end of Endgame. forward to the end of Walk It Back. Walk it back. Walk it back. Walk it back. Personally, given that that was a trickier album for me, I am very pleased with how those three songs sound together. That was nicely done. I, you talked about Walk It Back being a cleaner sound. I sort of interpreted that as simple. The lyrics are simple. The melody is simple. The instrumentation is not complicated at all. Um, and Out of Time is one of the poppier albums in this catalog. And pop generally criticized for having a simpler sound, simpler lyrics. So I thought Walk It Back uh, fit nicely, um, especially the end of Walk It Back going into the slower beginning of Shiny Happy People, and then Shiny Happy People kicks up. As we know, I like a slow song going into a fast song, so um, I'm going to give myself props for that one. I don't think you get to give self-credit. No, I I think I do. No, it was nicely placed. (laughs) So in an odd, very odd uh, coincidence that I may get credit for on the match game. Hmm. I didn't choose that song. I placed the song It Happened Today on this album, and I put it after Endgame <laughs> and before Shiny Happy People. Oh, that's hilarious. And uh, I put this song on here because there's elements of the instrumentation on It Happened Today that make me think of Texarkana. 
Okay. And there's also the vocals on the back half of It Happened Today, the sort of just the singing with the thing. Make me think of the Kate Pearson parts on Me and Honey, which is the last track on the album. Mm -hmm. And again, we don't have a lot of time to do that. But interestingly, she's on Shiny Happy People and does some of that on that song. And so this sounds like a a good pick. So again, I have It Happened Today, uh, but I'm going to come out of Endgame to start. I just realized I always start with the song, don't I? I play the beginning and the end. That's I okay. The end. I think that's actually good context. Again, now listen. Hear the vocal? I do hear the vocal. Again. So when we go to, I'm going to skip, I'm now going to skip ahead to the end of this. Although we've already heard the end of this. You know, you make a... You make a valid point, but it's only <laughs> fair that I get to do my mix. This is not a parable. This is a terrible. This is a terrible thing. And now, for purposes of time, I'm going to skip ahead. And there's that singing vocal that sounds like that other track, right? It does, yeah. interesting that that song shiny happy people is probably the most derided song on that album and yet somehow made both of our playlists i was gonna comment on that <laughs> it definitely is the most derided song on that it's album crazy right yeah i mean it is a it's a pop song it was a big hit it's a dumb pop song there's a clear reason why it catered to the lowest common denominator well and and my pick for automatic for the people um don't uh, 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 i get to go first on that one don't i okay okay because that's what we're up to. Automatic yes, it is. For the people. Chapter 8. Chapter 8, as I like to say. So I, for Automatic for the People, chose the song Uberlin. Oh, interesting. And I placed it right after Drive. So let's start with a little taste of Drive. I want you to note the little bit of echo on his voice. I'm going to skip ahead now. <laughs> Foreshadowing.
Now I'm going to skip ahead to the tail end of that song. I am flying on a star, star, star. I will make it through the day and then the day becomes the night. I will make it through the night. So this was one of the albums where the song like instantly placed in this album for me. Really? Yeah, that was the vocals matched musically. It matched and that particular song, Uberlin, to me, uh, almost it matches both. Some elements of that song match both of the songs before and after. Yeah, it. it's structurally the way it's written and that sort of thing. So that was an easy one for me. Yeah, that was a good placement. I think especially the transition from Drive to Uberlin was really good. Um, I think the kind of the beginning, the very beginning noise of Try Not to Breathe, I don't know what instrument that is, but um, if it went right into it, I think that would have been a better transition from the end of Uberlin to... Like if they were crossfaded. No, I think the... It sounds like keys jangling, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think if that were taken away from Try oh, Not to Breathe, the right, transition right, right, from Uberlin right, right, to Try right, Not to Breathe right. would be better. But right. yes. the, the body of Try Not to Breathe is definitely a match yes. for Uberlin. Gotcha. And Try Not to Breathe is it's in my top five REM albums. I love that song. Songs or albums? I'm sorry, songs. And um, the Song Exploder episode on Try Not to Breathe, shout out to Song Exploder, um, was amazing. A mind-blowing episode. Go listen to it. I'll get right on that. Right after we're done here. <laughs> okay. Because we're... <laughs> we still have a lot to get to. Um, I think you're up for Monster. Aren't you first? I haven't done Automatic for the People yet. I need, oh, I'm sorry. I need the dongle. Ah, uh, the dongle. For those of you who don't know what the dongle is, we have only one input for our phones. Listen to this. Oh, it's, it's horrible. Horrible, right? Oh, so really bad. We've actually been pausing while we passed it, but I thought we'd let you behind the scenes for just a second. Oh. Yeah, not, not great. Crackly goodness. Okay, so my choice for Automatic for the People was Oh My Heart. Hmm. And hmm. Um, I think, <laughs> <laughs> despite having one of my top five R.E.M. songs on this album, I think a lot of the songs on this album are kind of melodramatic in a sense. Like, I think everybody hurts. I mean, obviously that's an emotional song, but it's like so much that it's like, are you making a joke of this emotion? And I get the same vibe from Oh My Heart. I mean, obviously it's like a deeply painful song, but it's so much that it 
makes me feel like they're making a joke out of it. Hmm, that's interesting. And I know that's not the intention, but it's just too much. It's too much for me. So um, not musically, but emotionally. Um, oh, my heart makes me think of Everybody Hurts. So that's why this is on Automatic for the People. And I placed it between Sweetness Follows and Monty Got a Raw Deal. Ooh, so I'm going to start with the uh, back part of Sweetness Follows. to the end of Oh My Heart. Like, we get it, Michael. You were probably really sad writing that song. But who says, oh, my heart? Like, it's so Shakespearean. Shakespeare. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would have said, oh, my heart. It bleedeth. Um, <laughs> I think uh, the guitar through line on those three songs is brilliant. Well, thank you so much, despite the relatively ridiculous reason for my placing it on that album. No, no, no. It but fits the, pretty well. It does fit pretty well. <laughs> the, the guitars um, match very nicely. Now, you could argue that when you're doing a, uh, a uh, album sequencing that maybe you don't want three. But again, we're in a tough bind because we're trying to prove the proof of theories that the song belongs on the album. It's kind of hard not to prove that unless you play it against the song. Very but true. If you do that, you're kind of not putting it in the right sequence on the album, right? Because if you take the album as a package, it belongs on the album because it sounds like something else on the album, but it shouldn't be right up against it. So this was a tricky project. Listen, we're just playing around here. Hey, listen, we're amateurs. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So I'm up first on Monster. You're up first. And the song I chose for Monster was Alligator, Aviator, Autopilot, Antimatter. And that was one of the first two or three that I placed. It was an early one for me. Um, And it was an easy match because Monster, in my opinion, is like a pretty hard rocking album. And that song is, in my opinion, the hard rockingest song on Collapse Into Now. So that was a pretty easy choice for me. So here is the end of Crush With Eyeliner. Eyeliner. 
And now we're fast forwarding to the end of this one. And I didn't mention this before, but this is going into King of Comedy. Make your money with a suit and tie. Make your money with a true denial. Make your money experience. Make your money. Wow. That's a nice mix. Thank you. Uh, you're right. It's a hard rocker, so it's, um, it's an easy album to place it in. And I also had an easy time placing in the monster because of that, right? There's a handful of these rockers on that. Are album. you saying I took the easy way out? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that um, I didn't pick the same song. Okay. So my chances of beating you on the over <laughs> absolutely zero at is this point. <laughs> very, very close to zero. So what I did for this particular album is this is where I stuck um, all the best. Okay. Yeah. And I put it in between uh, right after what's the frequency, Kenneth. Mm. So close to the beginning of the album. So let's hear a little bit of what's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency, Kenneth? The show been so drained. Drag us to the end of that song real quick. the end of this song gone into the follow-up song interesting things about this is this album has a lot of that tremolo effect on it so you know all the best doesn't have that so anywhere you put it you were going to butt up against a song probably with tremolo in it but i thought it fit very nicely it sounded really good all the best is another very rocky song right from collapse right so that was a good fit right. and we both used crush with eyeliner which i think deserves at least a half point 
Uh, Maybe a quarter point. You're fighting for me. <laughs> Why are you? I know you have no chance of winning at this point. Oh, uh, you don't know that because, oh yeah, you've done the math. You're a card counter. I, I am. Tell. All right. Which brings us up to um, new adventures in hi-fi. And I believe I start. Okay, so New Adventures in Hi-Fi is probably my favorite REM album. Uh, really, really love this album. And what I chose to do with this one was put Discoverer in after Be Mine. Oh, so wait. let me start off by uh, playing a little bit of Be Mine. I So that gives you the flavor of that one. So now let me uh, bring you toward the end of that song. Drag it to the end of that so we can get the back half mix of this. the back half of that binky the doormat that fits well <laughs> i like that yeah i thought that was a pretty good mix and uh the reason i picked that song was i thought it sounded very much like departure again i'm gonna we're not doing that tonight but that was the sound that i thought was um of the song that made me think of that but you know that that album's a, a hard rocker with a lot of uh what's that kind of dull roar i think we talked about this mm -hmm. when we talked about uh, when you put the song on, we talked about that kind of kind of noise, and yeah. I thought this album has a lot of that because it was the one that was recorded during sound checks with a lot of live performances. So uh, yeah, I like that one. I thought that was a nice place to put that. So what about you? What about New Adventures in Hi-Fi for you? So for New Adventures in Hi-Fi, um, 
this did not start out this project as my favorite album, but after the whole listen through and all the work I did um, placing the tracks, uh, this has become my favorite REM album. Wow. And I think, yeah, and I think part of that is influenced by the song that I actually placed on the album. Um, and you're making a face like you might know which one I put on there. Um, the song I chose was It Happened Today. I was going to say, there's only so many songs left. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And It Happened Today is my favorite song from Collapse Into Now. And I placed it between New Test Leper and Undertow. Ooh. Um, And actually, the, the, the track of three, not It Happened Today and Before and After, but the track of three of The Wake Up Bomb, New Test Leper, and It Happened Today is my favorite three-track sequence that I created. It's not a before and after. Right, I got you. I understand but what you're saying. Right, right. It's How about that? Those three I'll are great. i play that as a set. So, well, yeah. obviously, well, you know, if I go back and put your song in the album, listen to the whole thing, which I would like to do, uh, I would hear that yes, sequence. Yes, you would. Right. Okay, so let's start off by hearing the back portion of New Test Leper. going to skip forward and it happened today to the end. So I think it happened today and new test leper have some similarities. They have a repetitive back half with a lot of vocalization, not a lot of lyrics. The lyrics are repeated that are repeated um, or that are in the back half. Um, and I think both have kind of a electronic sound. I think this whole album has kind of a electronic sound. Um, and I hear that in it happened today as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. No, that fit very, very well. Thank it's you. an interesting. Um, it's interesting to get a three song selection with that being the with the you know 
not the sandwich, but the two, right. Yeah, so I have to go back and listen to that. Yeah, I think it's quite good. But I again, I love the Wake Up Bomb. That's my favorite song on New Adventures in Hi-Fi, um, and it happened today is my favorite song from Collapse Into Now. So um, it's it's right before my liking it. Um, so next, and our penultimate album is Up, and for Up, I picked the song Blue, and I picked Blue for this album because. It has quite a bit of like a spoken word portion to it, um, much like Airport Man on this album. Right. And also, I felt strongly that this needed to be a closing track on whatever album I put it on. Uh-oh. So that means? So that means I put it right after Falls to Climb. With no back half. With no back half. We're, it's your we're, second non-sandwich of the night. My second non-sandwich of the night. That's <laughs> correct. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to play a little bit of False to Climb and then Into Blue. Um, but the reason I wanted this to be a closing track is because on Collapse Into Now, it is the closing track. And it loops around and starts Discoverer right. again at the end. Um, and it's just a beautiful circular moment. So if you were to play this playlist not in chronological order, <laughs> you could theoretically put up and green back to back, and then you'd hear blue into discover, oh, yeah. um, which I just thought was cool. Um, so and I do want I do want to play a little bit of the back half of blue. Um, so you can hear the discover part come up again. So I'm going to play the end of False to Climb, the beginning of Blue, and then a little and bit then of you'll the, skip to the, end. the okay, end of Blue. I got you. Okay. I can handle that. Here we go. So there's that spoken word. And then about halfway through, it becomes discoverer again.
So that was blue, closing out up. Yeah. See, you did the two non-sandwich things, which is kind of tricky because I, um, I even felt bad when I put a song like number two on an album because I was really trying to bury the songs, you know, in the middle of the mix. I did it. But I, I kind of tossed opening and closings out when I did this. Oh, I didn't realize we were so, doing that. No, no, no. And I handled Blue differently. And oddly enough, it's not on this album. Oh, so my gosh. You're going to win the under on the over-under <laughs> thing. So I put Every Day is Yours to Win on Up. Okay. And I stuck it in After Suspicion. to the end of that track now so we can see the mix. to the end of that track. So again, I I find this album, Up, and then the follow-up album, Reveal, to be very ethereal, kind of moody, a lot of different sound qualities on them. And so, you know, this was one of those songs I thought kind of fit in there, and a little bit more of the, not the hollowness to the, the track off of Collapse of the Now, but the echoey vocals and the kind of sing-songy quality to it, I thought that was a nice match for that. And so um, that was my pick for up yeah that's that i mean that sounded really really good the um i agree with you that uh these two albums are very ethereal um and for those of you keeping track at home um we had these two albums left up and reveal and we had two songs left blue and 
Every day is yours to win. And there was a 50-50 shot that we'd place them the same and get two more matches. Um, and we went in opposite directions. And, uh, and I still <laughs> wouldn't have won, even if we'd have matched the book. So obviously that means for reveal, uh, I have blue. Now I handled blue differently because I worked without the reprise. I think I told you that I was thinking of doing this. Okay, I considered. I didn't consider that really to be part of blue. Okay. I love the reprise. But I placed this in just as if it was the song Blue without the reprise. And I took it and put it after She Just Wants to Be. And that sounds something like this. It's now that she walked away Her world got smaller All the usual places The same destinations Only something's changed So obviously that song picks up the pace a little bit toward the end and it's going to sound like this at the end. So we know that that goes into that sing-songy vocal. It takes a while to get there, and so I'm going to bring us to the end. So again, I kind of imagine those um, actually just going one into the other because the one fades out on that note. And just as they're going to bring Discover in, it's kind of how it opens up for 
disappear, and so the song disappears. So I would I wouldn't have a seam in between the two songs uh, if I was putting on an album. I would just have them the two of them overlap into the other one. So anyway, that was my solution to blue. But of course, I cheated in the sense that in my head I wasn't thinking of the discovery discover a reprise as part of the song so it's funny when you when you just started playing disappear i almost started singing oh my heart interesting right so that might have been another good right 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 (laughs) yeah every you know every time you listen to this you can find a different placing oh for sure i mean sure well that's the fun of if you go back and you like uh, so my song that uh blue made me think of on this album was disappear saturn return now, I, I can't mm. right off the top of my head tell you why I picked that. And without being able to play it, I wouldn't be able to explain that. But again, going back and trying to find the song that matches is kind of an interesting thing, right? Yeah. So that leaves us with just your entry on uh, Reveal, which I think I know the title of, but I guess you'll have an explanation. Prior to this project, Reveal was my favorite REM album. And it's still, I mean, it's my second favorite now. So I still love it a lot. Um, you know, we talked about the dreamy, ethereal quality throughout. Um, I, for some reason, it, it makes me think of like a desert landscape. It makes me think of like bubbles popping in the sky. I don't know why. Um, but I picked the song Every Day is Yours to Win um, because of what you talked about before, the sort of dreamy, ethereal quality of the music and the... I think it's the xylophone that they play. It, it it just plays into that for me. So anyway, I placed it between Beat a Drum and Imitation of Life. So here's the last little bit of Beat a Drum. Now to the end of this song. This was an early placement for me. This was the second or third one I placed. How about that? And part of that is because I love Reveal so much. I'm so familiar with it. But um, listening back to all of them now, this still is one of my favorite sandwiches that I created. So, um, yeah, Reveal is a great album. Yeah, and again, I 
I picked blue for that because I went, what's the, what was to me the most, had the most interesting variation of sound quality in it. And for me, that was Reveal, which is why I instantly thought, oh, I got to place blue in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, the song well, you chose, you could, you could put in other places because of the sound quality of it. And I always, you know, and again, your other choice is going to be up for that right. blue. There's right. no other place to put it, really. It doesn't really go anywhere else. Well, and there's something, I mean, there's something poetic about you putting the last song of Collapse Into Now into the last chronological album that we chose to yeah. review. That's true. So uh, I think we proved the concept that you could take the tracks from Collapse Into Now and basically have, as the um, Adam Scott and Scott Alkerman said, a uh, greatest hits in an alternative universe, right? That's basically what you uh, basically had there was a song that represented kind of the musical sounds throughout their career enough that you could put one song on each album and have it fit. In multiple ways. Yeah, no, no, we had multiple options on that. I think they all worked. Again, I think my worst was, my worst, my weakest pick was probably for Murmur, but only because of the sound of the production quality. Even that one, when I listened to it tonight, I thought, eh, it works. It didn't not work, but... Uh, so it's that, not something me, you would trip over if you were listening to no, it. No, 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 it wouldn't seem that out of place. Mm-hmm. That was the key, was it does it seem out of place, and it really didn't. The only ones I was thinking about were the things where he was talking about things, uh, you know, I put, uh, oh, my heart on an early album, you know, before Katrina ever happened. <laughs> right. So there are things he's talking about. Um, I was thinking about that with Marlon Brando. I was like, when was Marlon Brando popular? Yeah, Should he, I try and match it that way? <laughs> no, he'd been around for a hot minute. I mean, he was, he'd been an actor for probably four or five decades. So you could have put him anywhere. But that one, I was thinking about that with the Katrina, the track that had the references to Katrina. So Anyway, a fun project, and uh, we hope for those of you who have hung in long enough to hear this, that they're not all going to be this long. This was a unique project for us to um, test the gear and test the how we can play some songs through the system and, and learn a little bit about this. So thanks for hanging in there with us if you've done that. Hope you uh, take the time to listen to the three song sets, at least as three song sets, to see if they sound all right together. But yes, the more well, fun thing to do is actually make a playlist stick the song in there listen to the whole album if you have that inclination because then it's really fun to see how they plays we'll link to those playlists in the uh, podcast description if you are interested um i think you know i think i personally think they're a great listen but i might be a little biased well you are but that's okay that's why we're doing this on a what is it a saturday night so, last thing we need to do before we wrap it up tonight is to rate this second beer from Odd Breed. Again, we're drinking from Odd Breed Wild Ales tonight. We have the Mahogany Tiger, which is a farmhouse ale made with some red currants and aged in French oak punchins, as we learned earlier, which are gigantic barrels. And um, this is uh, another really good beer. It is. I, I think I like this just a hair better than the first one we had. Um, because it's not overwhelmingly sour, it's just sour enough. Um, so I think I'm going to give this a 4.5. Woo, doggy. I know, now strong I, rating. <laughs> yeah, you're all over the place on the rating. Uh, you're easy to influence. I like this one just a little bit less than the other one, and that's because I like the, the uh, cherry flavor of the other one, that, that, which made it more more sour, mm-hmm. no doubt about it, but also had a fruitier flavor to it. So, But... 
I liked it enough to give it the same. I mean, you're talking about quarter point increments. So I'm also going to give this one a 4.25 like I gave the last one. Again, this is wild, I'm sorry, odd breed wild ales in Pompano Beach. So if you're in the area, it's a cool place to check out. Very cool. And uh, they do mostly uh, bottle releases, but they have a, a nice small tap selection and a small tap room in Pompano Beach. And I think that about wraps it up for tonight. Finish up this uh, last beer and then figure out how I'm going to edit this monster of a beast that you just put together for me. Um, I think we need to flip a coin to decide. Oh, to decide what we're going to do next. Yes. yes. So, again, historically, the con- historically, like we've done one of these. but <laughs> Historically starting today. <laughs> the concept is going to be to bring an album to the table that we think the other person hasn't heard or might enjoy. And so we're going to flip a coin to see who's going to provide the first album. We won't know the beer tonight, but we can at least we each have an album in mind for whoever wins the coin toss. So um, if you flip that coin and it comes up heads, you're going to bring the beer. That's correct. And if it comes up tails, you're going to bring the record. So tell me what you got. All right. Tails. Oh, so you're picking the record. So I get to pick the first album. All right, so what do I have to listen to? We are going to be listening to and reviewing Days Are Gone by Haim. Days Are Gone by Haim. Have you heard of this record or this band? I have heard of this band. I've heard maybe one or two tracks okay. that I liked a lot mm-hmm. on um, one of the serious channels that I, I think it's the spectrum where I get some get to hear some new individual tracks. Thought about buying the record, haven't bought it. I guess I either have to buy it or do the Spotify thing, but uh, probably I'll buy it um, if we're going to review it. So so this album is from 2014. Okay. They released a more recent one, so I'm wondering if that's what you've that's been hearing the on the radio. I, yeah, that would have been the tracks I heard um, more recently. But this one is from 2014, and it's a banger, so I'm very excited. Very good. So we'll look forward to doing that. So the album is, one more time on the title? Days Are Gone by Haim. Days Are Gone by Heim. We'll get that one uh, reviewed and get a couple of beers, and that'll be our next entry. You can find us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at PopsOnHopsPod, or you can email us at PopsOnHopsPod at gmail.com. And on behalf of Hops... And Pops... We'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs)